Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Today, Ben and I are going to talk about weddings in Japan. We're going to talk about some of the different weddings that we have been to, the different venues where people hold their weddings. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about my own experience with getting married in Japan. We also talk about some of the peculiar things、uh, that happen at Japanese weddings, like having a foreign priest. Uh, administer the wedding, even though they may not be religious. And then Ben even puts me on the spot a little bit and asks me about the benefits of getting married. And I do my best to answer his questions and、uh, help him decide if maybe marriage could be in his own future. As always, please check us out on social media Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please continue giving us feedback on iTunes. And now, on to the episode. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. Thanks for listening. This is、uh, Ben and Burke, your co hosts here. Yeah, maybe we,、uh, we'll just get right into、uh, this week's topic. You know I mean? Weddings. Yeah, weddings.、Right. Weddings. So,、uh, have you been to a lot of weddings in Japan?、Um, I've been to maybe four or five in the 11 years I've been here. It's not that many, I、okay. guess. Yeah, but two of them were co workers and. Two of them were friends. So, pretty,、yeah, I mean, they're different. They're different than back at home. For yeah. Sure. There's kind of like,、uh, number one, there's different venues that, uh, uh, that these weddings are held at. So the ones that you went to, are they all like at a specific event at the same type of venue or are they at different venues? Hotels. Hotels, hotels. is very common.、Yeah. Um, well, I went to your one. Your one, your one's in a hotel, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no. No, it wasn't. No, right. You had the, the chapel. Kind of a fake church? No. <laughs> <laughs> But there was a glass something. Yeah.、Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was kind of like a. What was a, that? A, ch- a chapel? That is considered the chapel, yeah. Actually, you know, you should, you should,、uh, you're actually very, very important in my、uh, whole wedding and、uh, marriage and everything. I mean, I should know better. <laughs> well, you should, but no, that's not why I'm saying this, but I don't even know if you remember, but remember you were there the night I met my wife. I do remember. I do remember. You, I,、uh, yeah. What did, what did I do? You hit on her first? No, no, I, I wingmaned you. I yeah, wingmaned、right. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause she was with, A big group of friends, right? There、yeah. was like six of them or something. Yeah. And, and I, I wingman you for all five of them. Yeah. I was like, Ben, you got to go take care of those five. Cause、yeah. I'm going to focus on this one. Yeah. 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 I remember cause yeah, as soon as we saw her, I said, uh, I mean, I was like, I got to talk to this girl, but yeah, they were in a big group. So I was like, yeah, you got to go take care of all of them. I go focus on this one. But yeah. So you were there that night and you've also attended my wedding, obviously. So there's basically three types of settings in Japan that they ask you about. You, just like you said, hotel is one type of venue. Usually when you have, want to have like unlimited number of people, you do hotel. And it's also one of the lesser expensive options unless you have like a huge wedding. Uh, number two is what they call like guest house, which is what we did. And it's like a specific type of setting. Ours was kind of like at a Japanese, uh, inn. Uh, so it was very like, uh, Asian. 
atmosphere and design, except for the chapel. And the chapel too wasn't like a church chapel, traditional church chapel. It was kind of like you said, like in a wooden room with a big glass window at the end that kind of overlooked the uh, forest. And then the third type is like, uh, without really having a wedding, but, uh, just kind of going straight to the celebration and stuff at a restaurant and everything. There's also the shrine, the shrine wedding. Oh yeah. Actually that's the other big one. Yeah. 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 I guess that would be the traditional one, right? Yeah, the well, it, traditional one. yeah. I mean, they kind of so the shrine here in Hokkaido kind of links up with some of the guests' house, and it's an as an option because obviously they don't have the party at the shrine, but the actual ceremony, yeah, it can be held at the shrine. So, so you're saying maybe the majority of the ones you went to are at the hotel? Yeah. So I've had um, your one, and then the rest were yeah the hotel hotel style. I haven't been to a, sh- a shrine one, but I've been to the shrine when there was a wedding happening. Okay. So, so they, they just have it open to the public. Like the, like all the guests go and then they just, I guess they take photos at the shrine. Yeah. And the ceremonies inside the shrine. So that's when like regular people can't go in. Right. But they always take the photos outside of the shrine and then just all the public are around and they're all taking pictures of the wedding because the, the bride and groom are dressed up, you know, real fancy, like a uh, traditional style. Yeah. There's like a special type of kimono and headdress. And, uh, obviously the, uh, man is wearing like hakama, which is like Japanese, uh, male, uh, kimono and stuff. So, I mean, there's a lot of places, actually the famous big Shinto, uh, temples in Tokyo, like tourists are just taking pictures like crazy whenever there's a but you, you guys did that too, though, right? Like when you got married, I don't know, maybe it's for photos or something, but every time I go to someone's house that's been married, they always seem to have two sets of photos, yeah. like their wedding pictures. Like the, they have the one where they're in a traditional Japanese wear and the Western Japan, uh, the Western marriage wear. Yeah. So did you, you had the same? You yeah. The well, same? there's kind of like during the wedding planning stage, which is like a very, very tiring, uh, planning that takes place over like many months. But, um, so you have this uh, option of, uh, it's called like Maya Dori, which is like basically taking photos in advance of your wedding. And for those photos, you can select to take like Western style photos or wearing Western clothing or traditional Japanese clothing. Or both, a combination of both. So these are like pre-wedding photos. Yeah, you take these like a month in advance or something, or actually maybe a little bit closer, two weeks in advance, but uh, it's very expensive. Yeah. So a lot of people don't take that off. And of course, like the day of your wedding, you also do a lot of photos. So, But if you want to show these photos like uh, on the day of your wedding, that's kind of the point of doing them in advance. Oh, uh, the know? pre-wedding photos. Yeah, yeah, because obviously they don't have time to get the photos on your wedding day developed in time to display or put into videos and stuff. So that's why like, uh, you know, people show videos at their weddings and to include photos in there, they will take these photos in advance. But actually we did not, uh, do that because we wanted to, uh, have our friend, uh, take the photos for us and uh, we were going to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, produce that introductory video using those photos instead. Cause we knew we were going to be taking the photos on the day of the wedding in the traditional clothing and uh in the western clothing so you did the the pre photos but you got a friend to do it instead of having the wedding company do it yeah and then we uh which probably would have cost you a lot more right if the wedding company 
Did oh, it. Yeah, because you have to rent the clothing, which and <clears throat> kimonos for weddings can go anywhere from like a thousand US up to like ten thousand dollars and it's, stuff. It's like renting, not just even, renting. You don't yeah. even get to keep it. No, just for the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is also part of the process. You have to go through like all of these, like uh, what's it called? Like uh, um, I can't even think of the word. Where you basically like try on the clothing. Yeah. Um, Trying out clothes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? In, uh, not costume check or something, but uh, man, my English is just gone, man. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, you go and, uh, and they, I mean, it's like this huge deal. They like have all these women come out and like totally like pamper the, uh, bride and they like do her hair and they have like this big changing area. And then she comes out and like tries on like five or six different kimonos. So she comes out and like stands in front of the mirror and that, and like her parent, my, for in our situation, like her parents came to attend to and take a lot of pictures, but she's basically trying to determine like which kimono she's going to wear, you know? And, uh, and again, yeah, they usually run a few thousand dollars, just uh for a simple one just for that one day so you're you're there as well you're like helping her choose yeah well that's the other big thing about uh weddings in japan because the first thing you do is you go to like these uh little offices around the city where they basically help you decide where you want to go to start your wedding planning so it's like the (laughs) pre-planning And, uh, you just like sit there with these like people who like introduce you to all the different places that you can go to have your wedding. So they're like an, they're like a wedding agent. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not a wedding planner, just right. like you said, like a wedding agent. <laughs> and they set up like, uh, they set up appointments for you at like all these different locations. And then you go to each of these appointments and they like serve you a meal for free, like a really good meal. And it's pretty cool. It's cool, except for it takes like three hours. Oh, like a, like one that the meetings yeah. take that long. Yeah. Cause the meal's like, uh, one hour. And then uh, after that, they have to like give you the sales pitch for why so you is want it like their they place. take you to a restaurant and they like entertain you. And at the same time, they're showing you their sales pitch. No, it's at the, uh, at the actual wedding location and they'll have like the chef and the restaurant there. Like, cause you know, most, just like our place, it was like a restaurant where they bring out the food for the dinner and everything. They have all that prepared and they bring that all out to you. So you're at the wedding location, but they do the whole sales pitch and the meal at the wedding location and everything. Wow. So we went to like three of these. I mean, if you've got like patience to sit through this three hour session, and it's basically like all these really nice meals, but you got to sit there and listen to like a two hour sales pitch, you know? So is it fun? Uh, for some people, maybe especially women. (laughs) (laughs) Did, Did your wife enjoy it? Uh, well, that was the other thing. Like, so in Japan, I was going to say, like, you know, men and women have to be part of this, like, process. And my wife is, I think there's some people who, like, want to have total control of it, like the women do. But my wife, she was more like, she wanted both of us to be part of the decision process on everything. So I was very much involved in everything. And for me, that was a bit of a struggle. Uh, but for her, I think she enjoyed it, but I think she wanted me to be a little bit more involved. Then I mean, because like, I don't know how it is in the UK, but in the US, like, and especially all the movies, it's like the woman takes quick care of everything, you know, and wants to take control of everything. It's like this 
wedding she's been dreaming of having her whole life, you know? So you don't oh, really right. want the man to get in the way. Yeah, you know? it's always the bride show, right? That's, yeah. what, that's what a wedding is, isn't it? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing, like, am I, is it okay for me to... And then, like, when they go try on, the, like, the wedding dress and everything, they go with their friends or their mother. But just, like, you notice, like, yeah, I went to attend this, and I saw her try on not only the kimono, but the wedding dresses and everything, so... So you actually made a lot of decisions in the wedding. Yeah, well, yeah, the, not only like what we wore, but like all of the details down to like the table settings, the flowers, like, cause that was the other thing. Like, so this process, like I said, takes like six months and, uh, you have to have like all these things to determine like a different deadlines and like each meeting, which is like twice a month, takes like three hours. Oh my God. Yeah. So you think that first, <laughs> I can't be honest about how I felt I <laughs> to get back to my wife, but I mean, it was all like a great experience. And by the end of it, like, we're like, it's kind of like that first test as a couple to like do like a huge project together. <laughs> <laughs> so if you get through this, you think, oh yeah, we can get married then. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're like, all right, we can do this. We can do this. But it was like, it's basically like all of this planning, like three hour meetings and to build up to like, cause that was the other thing. Like I'm sure you've noticed like in Japan, it's like this big show on the wedding day. It's not just like a simple party, you know? It's yeah. Like, and everything is planned down to the details, like the music the, the food, timing, the timing. Yeah. Like we were literally, it was, it felt like being in a play. Like we were on the schedule, like during the day of like, when this is the amount of time we're in like the room together at the beginning, this is the exact time we need to go out. This is how we need to stand when we uh, appear in front of everybody. This is how we need to bow. How long we need to bow. This is how we need to walk through the room. Like all of those details. So you had to rehearse all of that like many times well that's the thing you have like all these super long meetings about it and then like you barely have an actual rehearsal time like we only rehearsed like once you know? <laughs> so yeah so the whole time there's like someone kind of like behind you right like yeah. whispering stuff to you okay go go here yeah pick up this glass you got to say this now yeah and they're all like wearing earpieces like secret service you <laughs> yeah, know yeah. like okay yeah, white gloves <laughs> yeah eagle is moving eagle is moving <laughs> For all the guests who are there, like they, you know, get to be impressed by it and everything because it is so meticulously prepared and everything. But, but. but it's like that because there's only a short amount of time for the wedding to be complete, right? Like what, two hours or something? Yeah, like usually the uh, reservation in the uh, actual guest house or the wedding location is like two hours. Whereas back home, it's like you stay in the same location for like six hours or Yeah, you have like the whole day usually. And yeah. Just, and it's just a, a lot more relaxed, I guess. Yeah, DJ is usually there at the location or something. Yeah. They have like dance party. Yeah, people reception. just stay there till like midnight or just, you know, just drinking. But in Japan, I think after that wedding's done, they have another one lined up and then probably another one lined up too. Yeah. Which is why they have to be so meticulous and keep this schedule, yeah. keep two schedule. Ours was like at our location where we held it, they have like a noon wedding, an afternoon wedding, and then an evening wedding. And of course, like, yeah, there's all these things you got to like determine, like which one do you want to have, which day do you want to have it, which season. And, uh, but just like you said, like, yeah, you have the, uh, ceremony and the uh, reception like over a few hours at that location. And then usually there's like a after party, like we had, at a dance club or at a restaurant or something. And then just like Japanese style, there's like another party after that, another party after that. Yeah. I mean, the after party is kind of definitely different from his back at home, right? Because usually there's like this gap between the ceremony and the after party, like usually like a few hours. 
and the after party is always like kind of at night time, so maybe starting at like seven o'clock, and that's usually also like a couple of hours, yeah. right? Because you got the place booked for a couple of hours only, and that's usually what like just kind of friends, the like maybe like drinking friends rather than old people tend tend to be like closer friends, right? It's a bit more relaxed, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So like, I guess how. Not exactly like a reception back in England or America, but it's more like just going out for a drink. I think you know, like there's a all you can drink plan, and you play some games and stuff like that, and maybe meet some people that you haven't met before. So it's probably a good chance to meet people. Yeah, you know, rather than like at the ceremony、um, or the dinner, the wedding dinner, you don't really. Get a chance to meet new people. Yeah, you don't get to mingle really. Yeah, because also like the, usually the, the table setting is arranged, so you're always kind of with people that you already know, like your friends maybe. Yeah, yeah. I've never been on a table in a Japanese wedding where I've not known anyone. It's always been like all the people、I、hang out with anyway. Yeah, which I kind of I think they should kind of mix it up a bit more. You know. Yeah, well, I think just like you said, that's why that second party is good. Because like, yeah, the weddings that I've been to, you know, before I was married and stuff, that's kind of like a good chance to meet all the other guests at the second party. And just like you said, it's usually people of the same age, letting loose, and so you get to meet like a lot of the、uh, bride's friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. And then after the the was it? I guess the second pie is that, and then. Some usually there's a third pie, right? Third pie and fourth pie, but the the amount of people slowly gets smaller and smaller. Yeah, and I think after is it after the second pie, it's kind of up in the air. It's like free to like what they're gonna do next. Yeah. So who usually decides that? Is it the groom? It's all yeah, the bride and the groom. What they want to do. My wife was really kind. Like she, I had people visiting from overseas, obviously, so she. Kind of let me decide what we were gonna do, and she stuck with me the whole night. But just like you said, there's like party after party after party. Plus, I had people visiting before my wedding, so we, I was like taking them out late at night in the city before that. It's、so、like the day of the wedding was like. I mean, we started at like we had to be there like nine, ten in the morning, and I didn't finish that night until like three in the morning or something. That's what time you got home. Yeah. So. <laughs> The pictures of my wedding night is like me asleep on my wife's shoulder. <laughs> so your wife was with you as well. Yeah, she stuck、too. with me the whole time too. Whereas like Western weddings, they kind of like the couple takes off after the wedding, maybe even goes to like the honeymoon the very next day or something. But yeah, we were like in karaoke at like three a.m. with like friends from overseas, and、uh, yeah, I'm just like passed out on my wife's、uh, <laughs> shoulder. But. Yeah, how about a、uh, big thing about weddings in Japan?、Um, the guests、uh, pay, right? Right. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's different depending on the area. Yeah. Right. Like I know in Hokkaido, it's like hundred and fifty dollars, which is like yeah, I guess about a hundred quid. It used to be. It's going. It's going up. Recently,、oh, it's going up. Yeah, the standard I think was like you said, Ichiman Gosen, which is about one hundred fifty dollars. Uh, but when we went, they actually told us that it's gone up more than that. So I think we asked for more than that. But I've heard people recently going to weddings, paying like Ichiman, Nanasan, Hasan, or something. Oh, this is going up like one seventy, one eighty, yeah. But down in um down in Honshu, I think it's like double. Yeah, it's、yeah. crazy. Like Tokyo and those areas, this can be like three hundred dollars or something. But that's kind of good because that money that goes to the couple. 
Right. So that helps them pay for the wedding. The wedding. Yeah. yeah. We were very fortunate. We got support from our parents and yeah, the people helped to pay and stuff. But I mean, a wedding in any country is very expensive, but it's definitely、uh, not cheap in Japan for sure. Yeah. Does it, does that fee that the people, the guests pay, does that cover a lot of the wedding? Would you say the cost、uh, of the wedding? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it pays a lot, but it definitely、yeah. it helped us out. A- like, like half or something like that? No. Not even half? No. Wow. Yeah. So, wedding, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, back at home, I mean, like, you know, guests don't pay. So I guess it costs a lot more for people back at home. Yeah. Well, another thing is like,、uh, people in back home, like they bring gifts and stuff. Usually there's a registry where you,、uh, buy the couple gifts in Japan. They don't have that, but you, uh, do receive, uh, gifts from like fam or you receive like money gifts from like、uh, relatives and family. So that also helps to pay for the wedding. Uh, yeah, but I think a lot of people like just take on debt to pay for weddings and yeah. stuff. Usually, have you been to a lot of weddings in Japan? Yeah, well, probably about the same amount as you. Most of them hotel weddings, which are always pretty fun because it's a much bigger venue and stuff. But, uh, kind of the fun thing to about weddings is they do like the、uh, change, the clothing change. Oh, yeah. Do they do、right. that back home? Uh, maybe just from the wedding dress. Like from the ceremony to the reception dress, maybe. Man, I've been to a, a wedding in England for a long time. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, I kind of still have this、uh, vision or from what I remember, like what weddings back home where the wife is still just parting in her wedding dress until like late at night and stuff. But one of the first biggest things about planning in the Japanese wedding is how many times you're going to do clothing, clothing change, you know? So it's just like a play or something. And,、uh, are you going to do just one clothing change? Or are you going to do two? Or are you going to do three? And like some women who are really gung ho about the wedding want to do like three different dresses or something. Yeah. How, how many did you do? Yeah. So we did the original ceremony in Western clothing. And then we just changed into traditional Japanese clothing. And that was it. So we only did one change. I think most people only do one. Some people do two. And then like very few people do three. So your, your wife, the same, did two wedding, the Western wedding dress and then the Japanese. Yeah. Kimono. Like, Kimono. do you remember at our wedding, like,、uh, obviously, like the, the, ser-、uh, the reception, we came out and then, like, we left the room and then, like, during, they showed some videos and stuff. And then, like, there was the one video they showed, like, on the screen of the door. And then, like, uh, do you remember, like, the curtain opened up? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And we were standing in the garden. Yeah, yeah, right. And you had your umbrella. Yeah, umbrella exactly. <laughs> the wooden umbrella. <laughs> yeah. Which was like, that was one thing they were like giving me so much coaching on. You got to hold it this way. You got to hold this, which is true. Cause I was just like walking and I realized like it's not even over my wife. You know? <laughs> it's like, what's the point of it? Yeah. It's like the traditional Japanese umbrella. <laughs> so that's the part you remember is holding it. <laughs>、yeah. Well, that, that's another really interesting thing is like that is. Consider the traditional wedding now, like the Western style. Yeah. Like where people wear Western style clothing. They kind of go to a church, but it's not a real church and they have like a fake priest. Yeah. That's a really <laughs> funny, interesting thing is the fake priest that people、yeah. want to have at the wedding. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's quite a lucrative job because some of my friends have had that job as a fake priest and yeah, they, they made some good money. They'll get in. Maybe like a couple hundred dollars a wedding. Yeah. And that would be, yeah, I guess like 20, 20 minutes of work 
just to recite some words, memorize some words in Japanese. Yeah, but it's like pressure because if you like mess up the person's name or something, <laughs>、yeah. apparently it can be like people like will、uh, not sue, but they will like go after the、uh, wedding company. Oh, if they pronounced the name wrong. Yeah, like so, not even like the priest or anybody, but if during like any of the announcements or when they're doing introductions or anything, yeah, they'll like go after them and they'll try and like get money back or something.、Wow. So those priests, like, yeah, I mean, it is like a very short amount of work, but if they mess anything up, because I mean, that's the person's wedding. Yeah, they got to be well trained. Yeah, it's got to be perfect, you know. Yeah,、so. I think probably the first couple of times would be pretty nerve wracking, especially if your Japanese is very good. But if you got good Japanese, you Probably be alright, but yeah, the first couple of times would be you'd be nervous for sure. But you know what I heard? I heard they actually want. I mean, because like you said, the foreign priest like says a lot of Japanese, but when they're speaking Japanese, I heard that they kind of want it to be like heavy foreign accent. You know, they don't. <laughs> so it, so it sounds like a real non-Japanese person. Yeah, because <laughs> otherwise, it's like, why do we have like this foreigner here speaking like perfect Japanese? You know. <laughs>、yeah. Might as well just have a Japanese person. So, yeah, it's just all part of like the theater of the whole.、Thing. It's so weird, isn't it? Having like a fake priest, and they know, and they're not—they're not religious. They're, well, they're not Christians anyway, right? And they just go to these fake churches because I guess it's Hollywood or something. But they want this like fairy tale wedding, and that is what everyone does. It's common, so it, that's considered the. The tradition now, yeah, and that was like the first thing they were like, okay, for the ceremony, what kind of ceremony do you want to have? And I was like, no priest. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about having like just a friend of mine go up there and do it, you or somebody else, you know, because I thought that would be pretty interesting. But I don't know if my wife would really be cool with that. But immediate,、uh, so that's why for ours we just kind of like stood in front of everybody and gave our own vows, and we were kind of like in in control of the situation. So I was like, I'm not having just some strange foreigner like. <laughs> Marry me, like in Japan, you know.、So. Yeah, especially when they're not religious, and you know. Yeah, I think I think if I if I get married, I want to get married in a like a, a shrine. I do the, I guess that is that like the real traditional way, like how they used to do it before they had all these Western weddings. They did in the shrine. Yeah, but I think that's the same. Like it just costs just as much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I got a, a question.、Um, are there any? Benefits to getting married in Japan, like not not in terms of romantic benefits, but like、Tax、real, yeah, like real benefits. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I see weddings. Is like, is it really worth getting married? Because you're just like spending all this money, and if you're not really getting anything back, I don't really want to get married. Yeah, if you ever do get married, you gotta be careful how you talk about that stuff because it's, it's exactly what a lot、I'm, of people I'm, yeah, think. Yeah, not romantic.、It's, no, well, I trust me, man. I had the exact same thoughts, and then like I probably even said similar things, and then like afterwards, like regretted, like why am I being so insensitive? Like this is very, very important, you know. But I think most men and even some women think that way. That's why people elope sometimes. But in terms of benefits, like so. In the U.S., obviously, if you're married, you can get the tax breaks and stuff.、Um, but so far, we have not had any of those in Japan because the way you file your taxes is different.、Um, you do get tax breaks and stuff for family.、I'm、trying to, th- I mean, obviously, there are for a foreigner getting married in Japan. This wasn't why we got married, but a lot of people, foreigners, get married in Japan because they want to get like permanent residency. So. 
Uh, also for if you're a foreigner. So if you are a foreigner in Japan, if you're just like a Japanese person marrying a Japanese person, maybe there's not too many of these benefits. But if you're a foreigner, some people do that to get permanent residency. If you want to get like a bank loan, uh, it really helps if you're married to like a Japanese national. Uh, so some of these reasons come up, but I'm trying to think if there's any like, uh, types of benefits that you're, uh, talking about. And I can't remember right now. I'd have to look it up. Is there anything that really changed that after you got married? Not, not in terms of like, like lifestyle or anything, but like that kind of thinking like benefits or, um, important things that happened. Like, cause I heard that if you, for example, if someone is sick, like say you were not married, but you are with your girlfriend and she got sick for some reason or got injured, had to go to hospital. You couldn't sign anything. You couldn't like represent her because you're not family. So only her family member could sign off on something, even though say you've been together for forever, you live together forever. You couldn't represent her as family, but because you're married, then you can Okay. Yeah. So I heard that was quite an important thing. Okay. Yeah. Cause that happened to one, uh, yeah, one of my friend's friends. She, um, she had to go to hospital for emergency and she was with her boyfriend at the time. They'd been together a long time. And yeah, he couldn't sign permissions for her to like have operations. So then after that, she was like, let's get married, you know, just because that probably, otherwise they wouldn't have got married. They would just stay together. You know, because there was no reason. Right. But that seems to be one, I guess, benefit of getting married. I mean, obviously, there's just the regular benefits of being married, but I mean. Well, and what are those? Well, I was <laughs> going to try and say, but then I'm thinking like a person in your situation, you got a, pretty much the same situation. I, mean, I was going to say stuff like just stability, uh, you know, just a lot of the regular regularity that you don't have as a bachelor and everything. I mean, this is just going to go into a different conversation, but is it worth it to get married? Is that what you're doing? Are you trying to consult with me? To yeah, consult? kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I've, I, I'm not married and I'm, I think out of most of my friends in Japan, I'm one of the few that still hasn't got married yet, mm-hmm. but I feel like I am though. You know, because I live with my girlfriend, lifestyle-wise. I don't think my life would change if I got married to my girlfriend now. Uh So I'm all I'm thinking, like, should we get married? Should we not? Because if it's if it's only about money, and that's what it's going to do, it's just going to cost us money. Is it is it worth it spending what twenty grand on a wedding just to say we're married when we're basically living like we're married anyway? Yeah, but you guys wouldn't necessarily, I mean, you don't need to have like a huge, in fact, like, you know, it's so much better if you don't have to have a big wedding, you just do like a restaurant, which still isn't that cheap, but it's definitely not as expensive. But I would recommend getting married to everyone. You would recommend it. At least once. (laughs) (laughs) Why not try, especially in Japan as a foreigner, like you said, I think there's a lot of things we don't realize how we can benefit from it. Uh, I don't know though. I don't know if divorce would end up being like, (laughs) even like a painful reason than to not get married. But, uh, I think if anyone's considering, I mean, I'm definitely glad that I got married more than staying single, but I don't necessarily know if that matches everyone's situation, you know, like their personality or not. I mean, I obviously didn't get married until I was 39, which is pretty late. 
38 or 39. Yeah, I'm, I'm 37, so yeah, probably going to be around a similar age if I do decide to get married. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I was 38, so yeah, you're about right at that age. I mean, I, I mean, but it's kind of like one of those things where if you're not 100% sure about it, because there's a lot of, uh, I mean, the biggest thing is like, I mean, you think you are just as committed to a situation uh, even without like that whole marriage contract and everything. But once you have that contract, like there are a lot of times where like, okay, I can't just, uh, take my own time right now. I'm <laughs> legally and like you feel differently too. Like you are really a part of this now, you know? So it make, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. And if uh, for certain people, maybe they already can have that mental commitment without even the marriage. But for me, it definitely changed things a lot. And I felt like, and I felt like uh, I kind of took another step to somewhere that, where, like, before I still had a lot of individuality and freedom and stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> now, now you don't have that. <laughs> well, no more freedom. <laughs> you do, but it's more like, uh, you know, you're not just this anymore. You're like this plus this. Like, yeah. you don't really feel like you're together with somebody. You just kind of feel like who you are has become, like, a bigger entity. Yeah. It's like everything. I mean, it's what that's what I call it, your, your other half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like it definitely feels different than just a serious relationship. But again, that's just me. Maybe someone like you already has that mentality without having to get the contract. Yeah. Because yeah. I know like back at home, a lot of people aren't getting married. They're just living together, buying houses together, having families together, but they're just not going through that process of, yeah. you know, having a ceremony and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I get like, like I said, it probably just depends on the person. Yeah, teach yeah. their own. Yeah, teach yeah. their own. All right, man, we've kind of been talking here for a little bit. In fact, I don't know if we have too much time. Is there any, uh, did you want to do a special word of the day or any quick questions? Yeah, should you do a word of the day? Sure. All right. Um, you want to go for it? Sure. What, what, what do you think? Yeah, the one I was thinking about was, uh, it's a phrase, is uh, shoganai or shikataganai. Shogunai. Shogunai. Yeah. And uh, how about, uh, could you explain like what types of situations we use this in? Or what you it use basically in? means, um, it can't be helped. Can't right? be helped. It's kind yeah. of the translation. Shikatanai, Shogunai. Shikatanai is the politer version. Yeah, right? Shikatanai, yeah. And yeah, it's a very useful phrase and Japanese people use it all the time to just basically say, yeah, Sorry, this situation can't be helped. So if, uh, for example, something bad happens, maybe like at work and, you know, they couldn't get a report in because the computer wasn't working or the power was down and, you know, you, you go up to them and say, what, where's my report? The com you know, and they'll say, well, the computer was down. And, uh, and then I'll be like, well, can you have done something about it? And they'll be like, Shogunai. <laughs> Shogunai. Shogunai. Yeah. <laughs> can't be helped. And then, and then you can't really, uh, you can't really argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Yeah. It's, uh, but I don't know, man. Try with your girlfriend sometimes, <laughs> see what she says. But, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, yeah, I mean, and I think it kind of plays into the Japanese mentality a lot. Like, no matter what the situation is, hey, it can't be helped. So we just got to push through this and like make it through the difficult situation. And, uh, so yeah, just like you said, it can be used for an excuse, but also like at work, people can be like, man, this doesn't make sense. Like, why do we got to do it? And just like, Shogunai got to do it, you know? So yeah, yeah. Like, why, why do we have to go to this pointless meeting? Yeah. Can't be helped. Just yeah. got to go. Shogunai. Yeah. And I think having that 
thinking that way of thinking does probably help a lot with work situations like that. Yeah, just kind of like quit griping about it and just like, you know, get to it, get to whatever needs to be done. Yeah, stop complaining about it and just do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, useful in some situations. But then sometimes you think, well, maybe you can like fight back and don't just accept this terrible situation. But I don't know. It seems like in Japan, they rather not complain about things like that. Yeah. Don't want to rock the boat. Yeah, exactly. Don't want to rock the boat. Yeah, so, uh, hey, we're almost out of time here, so we just want to thank everybody for uh, listening again. And uh, as we always uh, say, please uh, be sure to give us some feedback on iTunes and to subscribe and also check us out on social media. And, uh, you know, let your friends know about the podcast as well. Get in touch with us on voicesinjapan at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, let us know what uh, you would like to hear about Japan or about Sapporo in particular or any other part of Japan. We've been to all the different parts of Japan as well. All of them. All of them. Yeah. Anything else you want to say in closing? No, I'm good. Good. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. Thanks. See you next time. (laughs) 